0: Okay, so hey you guys, before I move on with the episode and get it started, I did want to say there is a bit of a weird audio thing that happens around the, well I couldn't tell you, but um, it's when I'm talking about Messi demolishing the athletic player, um, my mic decided to like bug out and so thankfully I record on my phone as well. So if you hear the audio, um, the quality of the audio, switch up that's why so don't mind that please um I really did want to talk about that I didn't want to cut that part out so yeah and that is all all right moving on enjoy the episode hello everyone and welcome to the show you're listening to football drama okay so hello again my name is Shadina and you're listening to football drama welcome to another week Um, I hope you're doing well and that this will be a good week for you so yeah Um, I don't really have much don't really think there's much I just bumped my mic to talk about today this might be a short episode but we'll just have to see because you know how i be jinxing myself but you know what? Let's just get into it and see what happens. Okay, so footballer appreciation this week is going to Marcus Rashford. The English international in Man United Ford is getting my appreciation because he is tackling child hunger and doing more for the kids than their government over there. So October 21st of last year, the conservative majority were defeated by the opposition Labor Party to provide disadvantaged kids with food vouchers. This would occur during the school holidays until Easter of this year. But unfortunately, certain people don't care about those in need, even children. So that didn't work out. Thankfully though, Marcus Rashford came to save the day and some hungry babies. During the lockdown last year, due to COVID, he provided free meals to school children with low income backgrounds during the summer. He's helped raise around 20 million pounds, which is approximately $26.9 million with FairShare UK to supply 3 million meals to struggling families during the pandemic. And honestly, he's still out here doing more for the people in this country, like he's the king, you know what I mean? Rashford has been recognized and awarded by many for this. He was made an MBE, whatever that is, in the Queen's birthday honors list, was recognized at the best FIFA football awards and the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. So I think what I love the most about this is the fact that he's giving back from like a position of empathy, if that makes sense. Like. He talked about how he used to be in these children's positions. His mother was a single parent of five, working three jobs while he was growing up. His mother even saying like, at times they didn't even have a loaf of bread, you know? And it's just great to see Marcus using his influence and platform to give back to the community. So continue doing what you're doing, Mr. Rashford. I love to see stuff like this. And I just know that so many children and parents are grateful for what you are doing so again football appreciation this week is going to marcus rashford or it has already went to marcus rashford okay so let's get into some transfer news and rumors obviously it's still january some stuff is still going on we're getting a little bit more news still some rumors but i I think we're getting a bit more news recently so mario manzukic is heading to ac milan he'll be signing with them On a six-month contract, he's been a free agent since leaving Al Duhel, which is a club in Dubai. Not Dubai, right? You know, let me look it up because I don't want to be wrong. Al Duhel SC. Doha Now. There's there's some things about this. People say cater, people say Qatar. Now, I hear cater because my 10th grade teacher, my history teacher said it's cater. So, I'm going to say it like that. If y'all want to come for her, y'all can, but she's a good woman so I'm not going to expose her name. But he used to play for that team. Um, but like I just said he's been a free agent. Which is kind of surprising, because to my knowledge, he was quite a goal machine, but I guess things weren't looking up for him recently, so hopefully things go well for him in Milan. Now, I did not, I did not write this man's name down. I just wrote Shotgun Ajax. Um, he's a Dutch player. It's like Huntelaar or something. I want to get his full name. Um, where are my saved posts okay so class John Huntelar uh, is going to Schalke he used to play at Ajax but the two teams have made a deal and he will be on his way to Germany soon to help the struggling team Uh, so good luck to him and I just saw this maybe 30 minutes ago David Alaba is heading to Real Madrid. Now, I'm not sure if this is for real and for true, but the sources seem to be um, quite valid. So I think it's actually happening, which is kind of random. Um, I guess he wasn't getting playing time at Bayern, so he's going to be moving to Spain. It looks like a four-year contract. So yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, LAFC moving on to the MLS. They recently got Kim Moon Hwan from Busan E Park or I Park. I don't know. Sorry, he is a defender, and honestly, it's nice to see a Korean in the MLS. I'm not quite sure if in the past there's been, you know, a South Korean in the league. Um, but for me personally, this is my first time seeing this happening. So yeah, I hope he does well for the club. And I think the biggest news, obviously, this past week, weekend, whatever, is that Mesut Ozil finally left Arsenal. So Arsenal agreed to terminate his contract, and he is now a Frenabashi player in Turkey. I saw the cute pics of him and his family, and his little baby girl is so cute. Her little Dior dress, oh, so cute. She's just so rich, and she doesn't even know it hopefully for Oza, everything goes well for him i'm pretty sure they are excited to have him over there so we'll just see how this works out i think everything will work out well um he's got some really fresh legs you know so i'm pretty sure it'll be fine i'm just excited to see the documentary that's gonna come out you know whenever he gives us all the tea because i know the tea is gonna be so good just so good so that is all i have for transfer news i didn't even get into some rumors um Rumors are kinda meh. Let me see. Transfer news and rumors. Now I've been seeing a lot about um Holland and Chelsea. You know, can we let him give Dortmund a trophy first and then he can leave? Now, I'm not saying that Idawa Holland. Holland can stay at Dortmund forever. But we know that's not gonna happen. He's still very young though. He's only twenty. He's literally I think I'm older than him. I'm older than him by like two months. So he's got a long time. He's got a long career ahead of him. So um, I don't really see much rumor wise. Erickson to West Ham. So what was his name? He used to play at Tottenham. I want to get his first name before I see it. Er No, Erickson. What was his first name? Thomas no he doesn't look like a Thomas I'm gonna be really mad Christian oh I'm so mad okay so he was at Spurs and then he moved to or he he moved to or was he loaned I guess he's he's at Inter Milan currently but I guess he's not getting any playing time so it looks like he'll be getting a loan to West Ham United we'll just have to see about that um Some player going to NYCFC for $10 million. Hmm, he must be good. Uh, I think that's it. I don't really, like, I don't want to go through any of these articles. Jordan Morris, um, American player. He plays for the Sounders. He's played there for a while. It looks like Swansea City are interested in him, and there might be a loan offering there. Um, I'm seeing a lot about this. Hopefully he goes. I think he's, like, a swift 26 years old. Now, he had the chance to go to um, Europe, I think maybe like a couple years ago, not really quite sure, maybe 2015, 16, I don't know. Oh, I was correct, he is 26. He had the chance to go to um, play in Europe. I think Bremen wanted him or some Bundesliga team, but he decided to stay because. You know, you know. Don't quote me. This is what Jermaine Jones said. He decided to stay because of his dog and his family. Which you know, cu- no, we're not gonna laugh at him. Kudos to him. But I think they would have been just fine. He could have, you know, brought the dog with him. He could have brought his girlfriend with him. His family could have came or whatever. You know, I just don't get it. I mean, everyone has a different mindset. But if my child had the opportunity to, you know, go play in Europe. Why not send them? Yes, it'll be a hard sacrifice, but you never know in the end. Look at Christian Pulisic end of the story, you know? Or like if my boyfriend had the opportunity to play for a team in Europe, you know, I might just pack my bags and leave with them because I would gladly love to live in Europe right now, you know? So everything happens for a reason. Maybe God didn't want him to go over there, but you know what? Maybe this will work out. Hopefully he does take this opportunity to go over there. um, See if he can prove some haters wrong but he's been doing pretty good at what's it called uh with the sounders so then they yeah they won the MLS not the mls they won they recently just won something i literally talked about this i'm actually kind of mad how i can't the mls cup i think that's what it's called mm, don't come for me all right well that's it for transfer news and rumors for real for real so moving on to la liga i'm not gonna get into results and standings maybe if i'm feeling nice but i'm not really trying to talk about that so i saw this post from us mnt only's instagram and the post said la liga has launched la liga next a platform that will provide north american soccer players between the ages of 13 and 18 the opportunity to show their talents and start their professional careers in la liga so basically la liga next is a recruiting system for the U.S. youth soccer talent, they're running the program with global sports agency ISL. There's more information on it, but I'm not trying to get too into it. You know what I mean? I just wanted to bring a little bit of light to it. And honestly, you love to see it. I think the American players in La Liga have made an impact on this. So obviously we know Sergio Dest and Eunice Musa, but there have also been some other U.S. internationals that played in La Liga. So we have... Josie Altidore, he played at Villarreal for a while. Casey Keller at Rayo Vallecano. Shakel Moore at Levante from 17 to 18. And then Oguchu Onyewu. Oh, I think I said that right the first time. He played at Malaga. Plus, there have been some American players in the youth system at Barca. I can't remember their names, but I remember seeing a post about it. And honestly this is great it's nice to see how different leagues are finally starting to give americans their recognition in the sport so i'm looking forward to see how this goes and i hope that something great comes out of it speaking of american players i want to take a quick break to appreciate some of them keywords some so Brendan Aronson scored a goal and had an assist in his Salzburg debut. I'm pretty sure I talked about him last week. Um, so this was good to see from him. Matthew Hope scored another goal for Schalke this past weekend. It was the equalizing goal against Frankfurt. Unfortunately, the side lost 3-1. I was kind of tuned into that game. I don't think, I didn't get to see Matthew's goal. But um, I... It was, it was all right. I was really, yeah, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Um, and I think Richie Ledesma, I talked about him not too long ago. He had to get ACL um, surgery. And I think he had that like recently. So I saw a picture of him. He's out of surgery and he's good. So speedy recovery again to him. And that's about I don't really think any other American players did much. Well, they probably did, um, but I'll talk about them later. Maybe I'll get into La Liga since I'm about to get into some leagues. I haven't seen much though. I think they're busy playing like club games or not club games, cup games. Barcelona is literally in shambles. I cannot believe that they fumbled the bag like the 90 something minute how like they were right there and they fumbled the bag and it's just so embarrassing um it just seems like i don't even know what the club is anymore you know um ronald coleman is not doing a good job and i don't know what manager barca can get to make sure that, like, the team gets back on their feet because this is embarrassing. This is a mess. Like, I think they're back, you know, in the top five. Yeah, they're in third place in La Liga, which is good compared to them being, like, 12th at the beginning of the season. But dudes, dudes, first and second place, Atletico and Real, they fighting for that. I don't think they're any one of them. I don't think either one of them are budging so i don't know it would have been nice to see like they literally had like that dramatic penalty thing um before they got to the final and i was like okay they got it but athletic club said nah and they're in 12th place so you hate to see it um you really do i was really hoping that they could equalize i'm pretty sure the game ended three two yeah three two And I was hoping for them to, you know, equalize, um, to make it 3-3, maybe go to penalties, even though I I hate penalty shootouts. They make me very nervous. Um, But Griezmann, or Griezmann, he scored both of those goals, which was kind of surprising, especially, like, towards the beginning of the season. He was doing, like, pretty trash. But, you know, I guess bullying works. But he had a really good chance in the, like, I think it was extra time the second part of that second half of that but it just went wide so that was kind of like a, a chance wasted but you know you hate to see it um but yeah I don't really think any recent matches happen oh this was last week I don't really feel like going over this um sure so match day 18 of 38 so Celta Vigo and Villarreal Ended 4-0 to Villarreal Sevilla Real Sociedad 3-2 to Sevilla Granada and Barcelona Ended 4-0 to Barça Osasuna Real Madrid 0-0 nil, nil. Levante Abar 2-1 to Levante Cadiz Alaves 3-1 uh, to Cadiz uh, Valladolid Valencia Ended 1-0 to Valencia Elche and Hetafe. 3 1 to Hetafe and then Huesca, Real, Betis, and the 2 0 to Betis. So, again, uh, Atletico is in first, second, Real, and then third is Barça, fourth is Villarreal, fifth is Real Sociedad, and then the bottom three are Elche, Osasuna, and Huesca. So, that's what it's looking like over there in Espana. So Messi, Oh my goodness. So, it was in the final. It was maybe in, like, this extra time he got a red card. Now, I stopped watching the game because I am trying to do self-peace, you know, this year. And anything that's, you know, taken away from my peace, I don't want anything involved with it. So, I just stopped watching the game. Fake fan. Whatever. But I was just like, okay. As soon as I, like, stopped watching it, I get the notification that Messi got a red card. And I was like, are you serious? I missed it. So, he, like... He's kind of funny but like he um literally like swatted this man out the way i don't know you know what the player's name was that he hit so Barca had the ball and they were trying to get the play up or whatever and trying to get them another goal and then the player was in his way so he literally just like swatted him like a fly like out the way like it was it was lucky kind of funny because it's like we don't really get to see messi be aggressive he's a pretty calm player i'm pretty sure this is his first career red card at barca so he's been a pretty good boy but just kind of like um wow you know so he's gonna face a four match ban or he could face a four match ban so we'll just have to see um whatever fine they'll give him he is not gonna like hurt his pockets or anything so it's it sucks to see it's tough but yeah he'll be fine he'll be fine okie dokie so let's move on now to the bundesliga bundesliga i think some games are happening this week yep they sure are which mid mid like during the week games are kind of weird to me because then like everything just gets out of wonk, you know but okay so match day 16 for the bundesliga Union Berlin and Leverkusen ended 1-0 to Berlin, Bremen and Augsburg 2-0 to Bremen. Dortmund Mainz 1-1, one, one. FC Cologne uh Hertha 0-0, nil, nil. Wolfsburg Leipzig 2-2, two, two. Hoffenheim Armenia 0-0, nil, nil. Stuttgart Motion Gladbach 2-2, two, two. F- Bayern Freiburg 2-1 to Bayern and Frankfurt Schalke 3-1 to Frankfurt. There were a lot of draws this past weekend so the standings Byron is still in first unfortunately second is Leipzig third is Leverkusen fourth Dortmund fifth is Berlin and then bottom three are FC Köln Mainz and Schalke now let me tell you something about this yeah. Dortmund game okay um I won't be as descriptive like I was last week, due to many different reasons, but let's just let's just see what I have here. Um, American baby, Gio Reyna was out due to a throat infection. Poor baby, I hope he's feeling better, oh my God. Um, Haaland had an early goal, just kidding. Barr had to come into play and see if Munier was offside. He had made the pass to Royce, who assisted Haaland, and in the end, he was indeed offside so the goal did not count and you know from that point I was like you know what we got this this is against 17th place minds we totally got this we'll just get like two more goals and we'll be Gucci no that was not the case um there was too many back and forth like hot potato for my liking not much but Dorman still kept most of the possession Brandt uh, had a good shot in the game, 22nd minute, but, like, a good block from the Mines goalkeeper, who was kind of, he was kind of, you know, on his stuff on that game. Hate to see it, but he really did well. Um, Royce had a ton of chances in the first half, but none of them could just go through a great chance from Bellingham in the 29th minute, but it hit the post, and I'm pretty sure he was trying so hard to score. I think Gibbs was – He's been out for a couple games due to like a foot injury, I think, or whatever type of injury. He's back and he played really well in this game. Um, Mine's goalkeeper was catching chance after chance, after chance, it was really annoying. And you know what I hate the most? I hate how, (coughs) oh my God. (coughs) (coughs) Oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I hate how teams wanna level up against Dortmund And like, despite Mines still making a lot of mistakes, big and small, Dortmund didn't use that to their advantage. Cause there were times where like, the Mines players would just pass the ball straight to a Dortmund player. And I was like, come on now, like, you need to like, keep it moving. Like some of their mistakes were just like, come on, like, you could have you snatched that back and maybe, you know, made a play. But you know what? It's whatever. Second half, mine's goal, 57th minute, embarrassing. It was low-key a nice goal, but embarrassing. Nothing really um, the defenders could do because the angle and the height of the goal was just, uh, yeah. Dortmund tied in the 73rd minute, goal by Thomas Munier, Very nice. It said it was a header, but it wasn't. I don't know why it said that, but anyways. Um penalty was given shortly after that munye was fouled in the box captain royce stepped up to take the penalty and he missed i was in a lot of pain after that and basically that's how the game ended i was really disappointed and frustrated with this result this definitely should have been a win you know you can never really doubt a team in the bottom three you know yes you should always you know treat them as if you're playing against, you know, a Bayern or whatever. But this should not this should have been an easy dub for the boys. Point blank period. I just don't get it. It's too embarrassing. Um Dortmund did have a ton of great chances and that offside goal, so unfortunately, the football gods were just not on their side. So I can't be mad at that. I feel like this draw would have hurt more if Dortmund just didn't do anything and it didn't take any chances which they had a lot of great chances but you know in the end none of them went through so you hate to see it hopefully everything you know comes back around tomorrow I think they play which is going to be today while I bring this out or when I post this or publish it whatever Dorman plays against Leverkusen which are they're in third place so a place right above them so we'll see this will be a good match um I don't think we'll get to see Reina. Uh I don't really think. Well no. Was he? Was he? No, I don't think so. I think Reina might still be sick. We'll have to see. We'll just have to see. Um but yeah. Yeah, also Makoko, I don't get why Um, He's not you know if you don't want to start the boy at least let him like sub on or make him a sub early on like you putting him in at the 80th minute ain't gonna help us you know he needs to get his he needs to get his his um, his feet rolling you know I don't get it but anyways hopefully Dorman plays much better tomorrow because this made no sense at all like how you win against Leipzig but you can't make it make sense just make it just BVB things honestly just BVB things. okay let's move on to England and let's go to the Prem. I switch let's go to England so we can talk about the Prem or er, Kedog or the United Kingdom should I say? Let's see. there were games today interesting. Oh, Liverpool and Man United ended nil-nil. I wish I would sit through that game only for it to end nil-nil. Okie dokie. So match day 19 for um, the league. I was going to say the Bundesliga for the Prem. Wolves and West Brom ended 3-2 to West Brom. West Ham and Burnley ended 1-0 to West Ham. Leeds United, Brighton, 1-0 to Brighton. Fulham and Chelsea ended 1 0 to Chelsea. Leicester City, Southampton, 2 0 to Leicester City. Sheffield United and Tottenham ended 3 0. No, it didn't. 3 1 to Tottenham. Uh, Liverpool, Man United, again, no 0. Man City, Crystal Palace, 4 0 to Man City. And then Arsenal, Newcastle ended 3 0 to Arsenal. Okay, so the standings man united is in first which you know i'll give credit where credit is due i kind of you know i appreciate and i applaud man united for this come up because we know at the beginning of the season everyone was laughing at them and now they're the one that's laughing at us so you know the come up is real i'll I'll give them that like really that was that you know i don't know what they did i don't know what juju you know they did but Congrats to them. We'll see if they can stay up there. Man City is in second. Leicester City is third. And fourth is Liverpool. Okay, plot twist. Fifth is Tottenham. And then Chelsea are in seventh. Embarrassing. Um, Arsenal's in tenth. And then bottom three, we have Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United. So, that is very tough for them. But, you know... It is okay. I'm trying to look at these news, see if there's anything interesting. No, there's not. Okay, so I don't really have much for the Chelsea Fulham game. I was too burnt out from the Dortmund game, so I just didn't feel like writing any notes or whatever. Um, For the Americans, this was Anthony Robinson versus Christian Pulisic. Chelsea definitely, I bumped my mic again. Chelsea definitely needed to win this game because they were in 10th place. 10th place. Um, embarrassing. So, 8th minute, there was a good chance for Giroud. There was a deflection, though, so it didn't happen. Um, Robinson almost had a shot for Fulham around the 15th minute. Rudiger blocked the shot. It was a good shot. I'll give him that. It low-key scared me. 22nd minute, Ziyech with the close shot, but the goalkeeper got it. It was, like, literally a straight ball that was going to the bottom corner but it was denied corner kick for Chelsea in the 25th minute Rudiger with the header but he was denied by the goalkeeper I don't where's Zuma where's Kurt Zuma is he injured or something because I haven't seen him play recently and let me see because I know Frank like to be you know he likes to switch up with no explanation so I'm just confused as to... Oh, Kurt Zuma is married. He seems like someone who is single. Anyways, um, yeah, I wonder what. I don't think he's injured, unless he is injured. I don't get it. Maybe tomorrow they'll pl- he'll play. Antonio Ridiger hardly put in a display at Fulham that will leave Kurt Zuma quaking in his boots. Why would it leave him quaking in his boots if he didn't play well? I don't understand. Maybe I'm maybe it's going over my head. But definitely think Zuma should be starting over Rudiger. You know, Rudiger scares me a lot at times. He did play, he did play decent in this last game. I'll give him that. But I would like to see Kurt Zuma again. Um let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um uh, I'm sorry, I just cracked all of my knuckles. Red card in the 44th minute, a straight red, might I add. Anthony Robinson clashed with Azpilicueta, who went flying into the air. Mount tried to throw hands with him, but was pulled away by Silva. It was a bit harsh to see, um. but, you know, from Chelsea's perspective, he was causing them some problems, so I guess it was for the best. But, honestly, it was a— Looking at it in, like, in, like, regular, not not slow motion, the way Azpilicueta just flipped in the air was just really scary. And I think, like, if he – if Robinson had, like, you know, been in a different position, he could have broken something. I don't know. But, you know, he was doing well in this game up until that moment. So he was definitely dangerous um, against Chelsea. But, you know, unfortunately, it happens – um and yeah that's all i have for this that's all i wrote up until then the goal didn't come in until the second half and i was scored by mason mount yeah it was scored by mason so yeah it wasn't really this was kind of a boring game um the vibes were just really dark and gloomy i didn't like it at all So, hopefully, um, Chelsea can, you know, Timo Werner, (sighs) yo, we have got to pray for Timo Werner. His self-confidence is gone, like, it's literally gone. There were so many chances when he got subbed in that he could have retrieved the ball and he could have, he could have taken a shot, like, there were, like, two good chances that Timo could have scored. I don't, like, the confidence is nowhere to be found. And it's so sad and it's so upsetting to see because he's – that's what that's what they bought him for. That's why he's at Chelsea, to score the goals. But Mance is on the bench and he's a substitute. And then from then on, he you don't know, really be doing anything. Like It was so frustrating seeing it. And it really hurts to see, honestly, like, it hurts to see – um, his confidence just not there at all. Like, oh, I really like they play against Leicester City tomorrow, which I'm pretty sure Leicester City is up is up there. Yeah, they're in third. So we'll have to see <laughs> how they play. But I doubt Werner will start. If he does, he most likely will be a sub. Please, God, please football gods. Let the man score, even if it's, like, even if it's a flimsy boo-boo tap-in or some busted. Like, if it's, like, it doesn't have to be an extravagant goal. Just a goal for the German, please. Like, it's so sad. Like, this man has no self-confidence at all. It's so upsetting to see. I really, really, really think that him scoring just one singular goal will hopefully help him you know build that confidence back because it's actually really upsetting to see so yeah we'll just have to see tomorrow because um they are in seventh place in the last game boring and leicester city is in third place so you know we'll have to see so that is about it for the prem that is that is about it for that um again I don't know what's going to go with Chelsea. I don't, I mean, there's still a good amount of games left, so we'll just have to see. But it would be nice if they could get back in the top five. It's not impossible. Look at Man United. So we'll just have to see. All right, and honestly, I think that's it. I don't have any football drama because nothing really juicy's happened. There is something I saw about Serge Nabry, but it's not like out in official yet. I literally just saw it on social media. So I don't want to like assume things. I don't want to be messy on here. Like, yes, we love the, the tea and the drama and the mess. But if it's not like in an article, formally in an article, then I'm not going to, um, you know, get into it and like i just searched him up and it's it's not up here so i'm not gonna bring it up but if you're interested it has to do with um it has to do like his ex-girlfriend or something so you can like look up serge nabry girlfriend on twitter or something and get the tea but i'm not going to be getting into it here i'm not trying to get sued so um (coughs) the next thing and the last thing or close to last thing i want to talk about is NBA related, so Kyrie Irving recently faced a fine from the NBA after breaching their COVID-19 protocols. So according to the NBA, he violated the restrictions by going to a private indoor party the weekend prior. And the league prohibits athletes from attending indoor gatherings of 15 or more people entering bars, lounges, and all of that. Because you know, there's a pandemic. Irving's punishment is what really grabbed my attention. Yes, he'll have to quarantine. Obviously, he quarantined for five days. But he also had to pay a $50,000 fine and will forfeit more than $400,000 in salary per game he misses due to quarantining. So, he missed two games. And overall, that was $816,898. dollars do you know what i could do with all that money oh my goodness i literally would go on a private island and just like erase all forms of social media and just live there and just be unknown to the world you know what i could do with all that money oh anyways um looking at kyrie irving's salary and all the other little things like the add-ons with the nba this sounds like And seems like it broke his bank, but I don't really think it did considering how much money he makes. I think like he makes 20.1 million and you know, 800,000, that's a lie. You know, that's a lie. I cannot deny that. That's a lot. But for an athlete like that, I mean, I don't know. It depends because certain athletes don't care about certain like fines, you know, but that is a pretty hefty fine. So I don't know. Um, Obviously, yes, it's a lot of money being snatched from him, but this is the price you pay. This is the price you pay for breaking them rules, honey. Imagine if this rule was implemented with football. I don't think any players would be breaking protocols. Jack Grealish would never step foot out of his house, out of his flat, if the fines were this high. I promise you, none of them England players, them English nationals, the premier league players, none of them, I promise you. And so again, it seems a bit harsh, but the rules are the rules and they're just trying to keep the players safe because let him go to practice and he end up having COVID. He's passing it on to his other teammates and then the staff and then boom, the whole team is down and under lockdown. So I still don't get why athletes do this. Like, yeah, we get it. You have the money to pay for the fines and you know, take whatever shot or medicine, but please read the room. Read the room, you know, you know, so that's about it with that. And that's kind of it with everything. This is kind of a short episode, but you know, it'll be fine. Um, I don't really have much to talk about. Plus classes are starting to back up. Well, obviously, um, so yeah, I've been doing quite a bit of stuff today, even though it's like MLK day, um, I kind of like caught up with some work and some notes and all that and um, yeah, I'm trying to get too personal on here, but before I end off, I did want to talk about this situation. I haven't really like read this entire thread yet, um, but I've seen little bits about it. So it's what's happening in Manaus. I'm pretty sure that's how you're saying it. Um, so the basically the like the overall thing is oxygen for them because the hospitals have run out of oxygen for the COVID patients, and many died of asphyxiation and so there's a sad picture here with a bunch of um the patients and so i'm reading this thread from at kth i'll most likely have this in the link tree and or just probably link it in the description so it says hi i'm from manas or Manaus. um i already forgot to say it and the situation here is catastrophic. State hospitals are collapsing without oxygen to treat COVID-19 patients. We no longer have beds or oxygen in hospitals for those who are infecting with COVID-19. All patients are manually ventilated. Now, before I um, move on, I'm pretty sure this is in Brazil. Um, yeah, it's a city in Brazil. So this is happening in Brazil. Um more than 5.8 thousand people have already died of COVID in the amazon in manaus the moving average number of deaths from the disease has jumped 183 percent in the last seven days approximately 200 people were buried yesterday alone due to lack of oxygen that leads patients to death by suffocation our region has been suffering a lot because of the effects of viruses since the beginning of the pandemic and social isolation, facing several problems such as access to hospitals and health centers due Do- excuse me, I just, (coughs) sorry, due to the vastness of the state, many people are facing capacity in the hospitals of the capital and its surroundings with the increase in confirmed cases. The growing invisible increase in the number of cases has generated concern regarding public health and the help of other states of Brazil with supplies and materials necessary for the treatment of patients is requested. On Thursday, uh, January 14th, a curfew was decreed, for the capital, where the movement of people who do not have regard to essential services between seven p.m. and six a.m. is prohibited, our feelings, our feeling is a panic for everything that is happening. We have several people hospitalized in serious conditions, and we can't do anything. We need help, and there are a bunch of pictures here. Um, unfortunately, I didn't find methods so that people outside Brazil can donate, but I'll keep looking. So there is a link, like I said, I'll, I'll just link this thread on, in the description. Um, maybe I'll try to find a link where you can donate or something. But, you know, you, but this is rough. This is genuinely rough. Um, it's kind of a situation happening everywhere, like here in the States. You know, COVID patients that died are literally being, you know, buried in funeral homes or like they're being placed in freezers or something like it's just awful and obviously um i don't really know much about you know everything happening in brazil but like the states um i don't think their president over there you know really takes covid seriously so i'm pretty sure you know that's that's the thing that sucks the most is that the president of a country or the government um you know the government of the country you would think that you know they're running they're in charge of this country they're in charge of the the rules and the laws and blah blah you would think that those would be the people that um would be the ones to give aid and to be the ones to help but in reality they don't and that's what really sucks and is what hurts the most so i really hope that they um that you know this is a way for um For people outside of Brazil to donate because um, this is serious, serious business and it just really sucks Um, that something like this is happening. And I hope that I was able to, um, you know, hopefully help them help out, you know, a little bit giving out this information and bringing light to the situation because it's very serious. So, yes, uh, again, I will leave that thread in the description for you to um read and you know look at it and all that stuff so that is all for today's episode thank you so much for listening you can follow football drama on all the social media all of that will be in the link tree also in the description continue to stay safe out here especially for my americans um i don't really know what's gonna happen in the next couple of days hopefully nothing happens because the security is tight over there um but we'll just have to see. Um, yeah, that's about it. Continue to stay safe again. Um, stay sane. If you started classes, good luck. Um, have a good week. Have a good day. And, yeah, that's about it. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you all next week.